Good evening, everyone. So welcome to Remnant House at Zeal. Really excited for, for everyone that's here. Um, just kind of wanted to give everyone kind of an idea of what we're doing tonight. Everyone's excited to see each other. No one can hear me right now. Everyone's excited. That's good. So really excited. Um, if you guys have never been to a house of prayer before, what we like to do is we like to worship and we like to pray. And we do that together. Um, so for those of you who don't kind of know what this setting's like, the music's going to go pretty much the whole night. So if that confuses you, that's what will be happening. We're going to be going back and forth and just inquiring, um, just asking the Lord what he would have for us. Anytime we do a prayer set, there's, we just basically ask the Lord, what's the assignment? But tonight, we I wanted to, uh, we invited our friends here. So I wanted to kind of give you an idea of what this is all, what, what is going on here. So a couple, about a month ago, I went, I felt like the Lord told me to go out for a run, super spiritual. Went for a run, and in that run, I felt like the Lord gave me a vision of an event called Teach Me to Pray. I saw a big banner, it said Teach Me to Pray on it, and so I tried to plan this one-time large event, which... You can imagine how that went during COVID and trying to get people on board. So it didn't work out, and I just kept praying, and I felt like it was, it was significant. Teach me to pray, that we need to learn how to pray. And so I just, I felt like the Lord was saying it's a season we're in. And so for the month of January, we actually have a, a, a speaker coming in each week to teach us on prayer, whatever the Lord puts on their heart, and then we're going to do it. Because in the hour right now, we believe we need to be praying, not, not just God, bless my family, bless my friends, save my parents. It's God, shift our nation and just move on our behalf and, and inquiring of the Lord. And, and so, you know, I'm very excited to have the Millam family here, Kingdom Awakening. Uh, Miles and Lisa and the family, they, so we have a long history. I mean, we've known each other five years. Um, we've run through life together. We've, we've seen ups and downs, and we've seen God move tremendously. Um, but I am completely honored to have them here. God God has done some incredible things in my life just through the stewardship of the ministry that God has given them, of cultivating an atmosphere of presence and equipping. And taking the encounters of God, I like to think this is off the cuff a little bit, but I think they like to pastor the charismatic ones. Let's give them some foundation and let them be long, long living, not just encounter God and be flighty, but actually grow in the Lord in maturity, get past brokenness, and actually walk in what God has you. So. I'm super excited to have him here, and I'll just quickly share uh, just a verse that I felt like is what we're doing here, and so it's, it was just in Exodus 18, uh, there was a moment when Jethro came to Moses and basically asked him how things were being run uh, for Israel, and, and why was Moses doing the things the way he was, and Moses shared with Jethro that he was being inquired by all the needs of the people, and it was distra basically distracting him from what God had called him to do. And so Jethro told him what he was doing was wrong. He said, what you're doing is not good. You need to equip people to do the works of ministry, to handle the minor disputes so that you can focus on communing with Jesus. Now, today, what does that mean for us? I really felt like the Lord was saying, the next generation, those who are here, our jobs aren't done in the farther generation, the older generation. Your job's not done. There's a younger generation that needs to grow up and needs to learn how to do this. And I think we all could grow in the Lord. Amen? We all could. So what I really feel like we're doing is we're asking the Lord to release what's been imparted in their lives, to be release what's been grown in your life. There are seasoned people in the room tonight. You guys carry something. 
You guys carry something that our generation needs, the next generation America needs. And so we're going to learn how to pray together. Amen? So let's just take a moment to stand. After we start worship, you can do whatever you want, but I want to pray. I just want to invite the Lord. He's already here. We know that. But I want to just say, God, have your way here. So Holy Spirit, we thank you so much for what you were capable to do in a moment, God. Lord, I thank you that you are in the mundane and you're in the miraculous, God. So tonight we ask, Lord, you would take this offering that we are giving you and use it, Father. We ask you to breathe on it, put fire on it, on the altar, Father. We ask you in Jesus' name, Holy Spirit, fill this room. Give us divine encounter. Give us divine insight on how to pray. Lord, I thank you for angelic. Lord, I thank you for, the, for just heaven in this room tonight. In Jesus' name, amen.
Spirit to just continue to bubble up inside of you. Spirit, we thank you. We thank you for invading this place tonight. God, we give you all the glory, all the praise, all the adoration tonight. We thank you for every opportunity, every time that we can gather and worship you, praise you. Father, would you just deposit something fresh inside of us? Right now, we hold our hands up to you, Lord. We thank you for the gift 
that you want to release to us, the, an impartation that you want to release to us tonight, Lord, we receive it night now. Not even having full understanding of what you want to do, God, we, we thank you for the spirit of wisdom and revelation and the experiential knowledge of you tonight. Lord, we ask that you just open our hearts, our minds, even now in these moments. That, Lord, there'd be a release of heaven. And, Lord, we'd receive the fullness of that. Lord, equip us for the days that we're in. Establish us in your word. Ignite us with fresh fire. Thank you, God, for what you're about to do, even in these moments. So just stay in an attitude of worship. I'm just going to say a few things, and then we're going to kind of kick back into prayer. But I just felt like they given me a, a little bit of a pattern on how to step in and agree with him tonight. And I just want to thank the, the Daigles and Remnant House for hosting us. I want to thank the Tuttles for opening their church and obviously all the things that, that they do here. We just want to bless them and honor them tonight. And uh, I just want you to open your Bibles to Isaiah 45. guys are just going to stick behind me for a minute, okay? You got a seat for it, you good? But I just wanted to look at verse 11 and 12. And obviously, Isaiah 45 is prophetic for this time and this hour. A lot of the word of the Lord that came forth about Donald Trump was about Isaiah 45. So I feel like the Lord has a key for us in here tonight. And I know this, that as we, we prepare every house, you know, we're hosting a house of prayer as well at our place. It's a waking house of prayer. <laughs> but we just, every house, right? Every house should be a house of prayer. Is that right? For the nations. And, and if we're not praying and we're not making a seat for God to come, that we're missing it. We just want to host the presence of, of God in every place that we gather in. And I truly believe that the Lord wants us to, he's looking for a resting place. How many know he's looking for a resting place? And rest, we need to operate out of a place of rest, but he's also looking for those who will become ladders. And remember... In Genesis, where it's Jacob who, who's laying there, and he's in transition. He's about to be changed for his, his whole, whole life's about to be completely wrecked and changed. And he sees angels ascending and descending. And Jesus, how many know that Jesus is the ladder? 
And I just feel like tonight, that was part of the theme of what the Lord wanted me to bring was look, the Lord is preparing. We, we want a resting place, but he is looking for those who will be a ladder where the angelic will ascend and descend on your life. How many want God to come and visit you and speak to you and, and you be actually, you'll hear exactly what the Father is saying to you. So I, I'm going to hit this and we'll just read through this quickly, but Isaiah 45 verse 11 says, thus says the Lord, the Holy One of Israel and his maker, ask me of things to come concerning my sons and concerning the works of my hands you command me. Then it goes on to say, I have made the earth and created men on it, and my hands stretched out the heavens and all their hosts I have commanded. And I just want to touch a couple things tonight because I really feel like this gives us a, listen, God wants to speak to us about the things to come. And more, now more than any time in history, we need to be a voice that echoes not people on the earth, not the narrative that's happening on the earth, but the voice of our Father in heaven. And we need to be spokesmen, and we need to speak clearly on what, is speak, what God is speaking, what the Holy Spirit is speaking in this hour. And, and I just want to encourage you, remember this, that in John 16, 13, it he says this, Jesus speaking of the spirit of truth says he has come and he will guide you into all truth and he will not speak on his own authority but he will, he, whatever he hears he will speak and he will tell you of the things to come and I just want you to know that it's a privilege for us to be here right now. It's a privilege for us to make a resting place. God is looking to set his feet on the earth and he's looking for you to be his feet on the earth. I so feel like the Lord has spoken this to me for this year and this coming year that the Holy Spirit is looking for his hands, you, to be his hands and his feet on the earth in this hour. And I do believe that he wants to give you something tonight, and that is fresh clarity. But as we pray tonight, I want us to hear from heaven and release what heaven is speaking, right? It's not going to be me praying the whole time. It, you know, there should be a few of us that are able to function in this, right? Is that how we operate in here? Okay, so I want us to, to be able to pray at, in unity. And listen, there's so many crazy things. I had to check my heart today. <laughs> I had to really check my heart because I, I can't deal with the narratives and all the craziness anymore. And the Lord said, put it in the box. <laughs> put it down. Release it to me because I, 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 you can't hold it. I have to take it. And, and I'm telling you, this is where we need the Father's voice telling us of things that are about to happen, things that are about to take place, believing for the things that have been spoken by the prophets being established in the word that's been released on the earth in this hour. And I truly believe that Trump is God's choice, and I'm not going to get all political now. I do believe that that's the, that's the truth. But listen, God is not going to be... <laughs> I'm going to say this. If it doesn't turn out like we think or like we hope, God is not going to trial for it. God's not going to be indicted on it. 
And while, I, while I'm praying and moving and believing for something, for the, all these things that are hidden in darkness to be released into the light, it's all in, this, all in this prophetic word right here. All those things that are in, hidden in darkness that are supposed to be revealed into the light right now, I'm believing. We need to stand as this, at this posture in Isaiah 45 right now where we say, where God is saying, ask me concerning the things of my son. That means all the people of the earth. Let's just focus on one area. Let's focus on America. Let's focus on the national thing that's happening right now. And tonight, really, right? <laughs> Everything's been dismissed. They've gone home for the night because of Antifa again. It's all good. God has this. The Holy Spirit has this, but we need to take his counsel concerning the works of his hands in this hour. And we need to, and this is crazy, when the Bible says, when, when God himself is saying, you command me, I mean, that's some stuff right there. Listen, you command me. I don't, I started digging for this throughout scripture, really, there's only a couple places where he, he tells us to engage and command him. This is one. And so I feel like we're in a position right now in this hour to hear the word of the Lord, to step in, ask the spirit of truth. God has given you the Holy Spirit, the spirit of truth to come upon you, that you would know things that have yet to be revealed, that you would hear things that have yet to be revealed, that you would know the truth and the truth would set you free. And so we've been given an invitation and we're going to hear that which is echoed in heaven, and we're going to be the echo on the earth. So that we can command God. <laughs> that, see, personally, when I read that, that puts holy fear in me. And the fear of the Lord needs to get back on the church. So that we, when, we, when we realize what gra the gravity, because God wants you to be in his counsel. Psalm 82, you don't have to go there, you can look for it later, you can dig for it later, it's not a long psalm, but the reality is that there was a council that was already established in heaven. It says he, he spoke forth and he was speaking to the, the little gods. And I know that there's a place in scripture that God restores refers to me and you as sons of God. And I'm not getting weird. I'm just telling you the reality is you've been established as a son of God. You're called to rule and reign with Christ. This is a, this is a biblical reality that the church is not entering into and engaging in well. A few are, but God wants the whole church to engage in this so that when we, when we hear the word of the Lord, that we 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 absolutely hold him to his word. <laughs> Did you know he's actually waiting for us to hold him to his word? He's waiting for a company of people that would believe what he says and continues to legislate it and administrate it on the earth. I promise you that the Holy Spirit has given you this so that you can walk in this and the, the, the Holy Spirit is, is speaking truth to us concerning his sons, nations, peoples, and individuals I mean what you're hearing right here is 
concerning the works of my hands, you command me. God wants to release a, mir a miracle anointing on the church to shift and change things around. If we would just listen to what the Father is saying, because that's what Jesus did. When he heard the Father, he did what the Father did. He didn't do anything else. He didn't do anything extra. He didn't go embellish anything. He began to just speak the Father's words, and that would create miracles on the earth. I only do. I only hear what I see what the Father's doing. I only do and, and say what the Father's saying. So, The Lord wants us in, in agreement in this council tonight. And you are called as priests and kings. And I just want you to see because there is, as he's speaking and he's prophesying to King Cyrus, because this is, this is the whole context of what's happening in Isaiah 45. He's speaking to a pagan king that is about to come into the reality of who he is and walk out the prophetic unction that God has placed over his life. And everyone in this room has been given words over their lives. God's speaking things over your life even now. Even now. He's releasing information to you. Do you have, are, you, are you hearing and seeing what he's saying right now? This is the truth. There's more happening right around you right now than you even understand. And the Spirit of God wants us to be a people that perceive, hear, and understand what God's saying, and then not just take it and, and sit with it. He's calling for us to administrate it. And this is the whole place of prayer. Right? More so, I, I just feel like there's a, a posture of humility, understanding. That's why I said the fear of the Lord. When the fear of the Lord comes on us, we understand that, wow, God, you want to speak truths to me. You want to speak historical facts to me. You want to speak things that haven't happened in the future to me so that I can speak it forth. Are we bold enough to prophesy the future? I'm not talking weird things. I'm talking reality, like God, what God wants to do in the future and, and knowing that he spoke it. See, here's the thing. God wants to release a confidence inside of you that when he speaks, he releases something to you and you begin to declare it and it begins to manifest on the earth. Every one of us is called to manifest kingdom on the earth because of what he downloads into your life. So just get ready tonight because I, I feel like God, listen, there's so much that God wants to do in this hour. I'm, I'm overwhelmed with the goodness of what he wants to do and I'm overwhelmed with the gravity of the season that we're in. And so... Ecclesiastes 1, 12 says this, I, the preacher, as a king over Israel and Jerusalem, I set my heart to seek and to search out by wisdom concerning all that is done under heaven. <laughs> and then Solomon says this, he says, this burdensome task God has given the sons of man by which they may be exercised. And I don't know. I don't see it like Solomon says. I look at it as not burdensome, but a privilege. And maybe there's a clearer meaning to that in, in the Hebrew. But the reality is I feel like how many would want to hear God's word over your life, over people around you, over your city? Like what, what is God's yes and amen over Manchester? What is God's yes and amen over 
your family? What is God's yes and amen over New England, over the state of New Hampshire, over the United States? He has a word. And so God wants to wake us up to that reality. And remember from Psalms 2, it says, I will declare and, and decree. The Lord has said to me, you are my son. Today I have begotten you. Ask of me, and I will give you the nations for your inheritance, the ends of the earth for your possession. And so the Holy Spirit wants that reality in your life. We're called to do more than have good prayer meetings and have good worship times and, and prophesy and have good words of wisdom and, and knowledge over people. It's all good. But the Lord is saying, where's the fruit? Where, where, are you agreeing with me to see the end come? And the Lord is downloading in this hour truth that will prevail. <laughs> truth that will bring the reality of his kingdom to the earth now, not later, but now. And so who will be a ladder tonight? I'm going to be a ladder tonight, and I'm inviting you into this because we have this amazing opportunity always to cultivate an incredible worship, an incredible place of worship and love and adoration to the Lord. This is where it first begins. That my life given completely over in abandonment to Jesus Christ himself, putting aside everything that would get in the way. I spoke this Sunday about compromise. It needs to be, it needs to be removed from the church. Compromise needs to be routed out of the church. And I truly believe that God wants us to be in this place where God, I give you everything and the hunger inside of me is so incredible. I can't shut it down. It, it's insatiable. I, I, it won't be shut down. And, and God is releasing affirmation and instruction and divine assignments to your life as we do this, as we posture ourselves tonight, even in worship. What I, I promise you, there's things floating around you. There's scrolls. We'll talk about that. There's always scrolls in the atmosphere that you can receive, and you, but you want to read what's on the scroll. Amen? You want to read the reality of what God has spoken over your life. And so we need to become that generation that will, be, will reveal his perfect will and not just his permissible will. I want you to just realize that tonight. There's a lot of things that God can just, it's permissible, it's all good, that God wants to see accomplished on the earth. But there is the perfect will of God for this hour that he wants to see through. And he wants to see it through in your life. He wants to see it through in your family. He wants to see it through in your personal growth. He wants to see our lives flourish and increase. He wants to see this nation free and, and full of, of, of the glory of God. How many can believe for that? I mean, I just want to see, you know, I, I want to see a, a crazy revival all over New England, but I want Jesus first. I want I want whatever he looks like first. I want that to be the foundation of everything that we do, that Jesus comes and invades me and you and every Christian, every believer that comes into a church, not just for the, we don't just seek revival for, for the sake of revival. I do believe that God wants to do it, but when he is the center of it, 
when he is the, the, our magnificent obsession. And so he wants to build a city. And I'm not talking about a physical city. He wants to build a city. He wants to build something that looks like what he has on heaven. And he wants to display it on the earth. And I'm telling you, he wants to see it in every government. He wants to see it. I'm telling you, I know that the promise of the glory of God filling the entire earth is not some pipe dream prophecy. It's the reality. It's the word of God. God wants to release his glory on the earth. And he wants to do it through you. He wants to do it through his church. And so I'm encouraging us tonight. We're going to be in the power of agreement. So that's one thing. Listen, tonight as we pray together, we're going to be in the power of agreement. There's so many times we can come into a, a house of prayer. How many go to church and check out? Ah. Come on, the preacher can. He's the only one that can't, really. But I'm telling you, by pastoring people, I know when people are attentive. I know when and everyone in this room is engaged. Don't get me wrong. I'm just, the reality is you know that people come in and, and you've done it before. I've done it in worship. I'm thinking about 20, I'm 20 miles away before I got to get up. I'm somewhere else thinking about logistics or something crazy sometimes. And the Holy Spirit is wanting us to live from a place where, listen, I am in Engaged with you, God, right now, and nothing else matters. And so as we're in the power of agreement, do you know what that means when we're in the power of agreement? <laughs> this is what he wants to break. He wants to break the division over the nation, but he's got to break it over the church first. I believe that's the truth. Someone should be shouting me down. You know, all the witchcraft and stuff that's going on in the government... I don't like the word that says judgment must first come to the house of God. I don't like that word, but the reality is I believe that he's cleansing the house of God right now. And I'm telling you, listen, we're blessed right here. We're, this church is open and free. Down in Kingston, we're open and free. Come on. We're not closing the doors. We're not shutting up. We're not going to be quiet. We're just going to preach the gospel. We're going to be open no matter what. And I'm telling you, God is trying to pull us into a place where we're transformed into the clear picture of Jesus. And that becomes a challenge when we don't cooperate with the Holy Ghost. So God wants us in cooperation tonight. And I'm just going to hit a couple more things. Oh. Mark eleven twenty four, for this reason I'm telling you whatever you ask in prayer believe trust and be confident that it's granted to you and you'll get it. That's the amplified classic. Listen, God's prayer is becoming one with God. Prayer is becoming completely unified with the Lord. Prayer is us meeting Him. Quick list: prayer binds the enemy. That's our agreement with God. When we agree together, it binds the enemy. It, it shuts the door to disunity. Prayer unleashes power, the powers from heaven. Prayer releases angelic hosts to do their work in ministering to the heirs of salvation. Do you know that there's so much angelic activity in this room right now? 
you don't even we don't even perceive and understand it but god is wanting us to understand the realities of the angelic and and the things that we can't see in the hosts of heaven being in our midst even now right even now prayer bombards spiritual targets of the devil until he's forced to give up and retreat and that's what we need to do in this hour we want to bombard right now when we get into a house of prayer some of it might may sound like you know we're on testosterone men <laughs> but the reality is some of us get wild and get a little more boisterous than others because i listen i fervency and zeal's okay all right and then those that pray quiet come on your your prayers do the same thing those it's just personalities but i'm telling you prayers bombard the enemy's camp it bombards that and so prayer changes destinies over nations and sets men free prayer does work prayer is effective and fervent come on and, and and it blesses god and god's children it will encourage us and lift us up i'm telling you how many times have you, you walked into church and you just need someone praying for you come on the worst case is this when all the saints are too dull to even pray for you oh come on somebody you don't go to church to get you go to church to give come on we come to a prayer meeting to release God's presence and come into unity and to, and to release heaven in the atmosphere so prayer is the exertion of spiritual authority over the invisible powers that are raging on the earth and listen right now right now there's all kinds of things raging in America and there's a there is a battle between darkness and light and the and I'm telling you God is saying saints will you come and command me <laughs> will you command my will over the earth I know it sounds weird guys but it's the truth that's what the word says I didn't say it the word said it right there command me dare me to do something would you just believe that I'll do something would you just sit and ask me and come before me so James 5 16 we know this the earnest heartfelt continued prayer of a righteous man makes tremendous power available dynamic in its working that's the uh, that's the uh, classic version again amplified I'm telling you God is looking for those who will have dynamic prayers don't be afraid and don't hold back and I want us to have faith tonight as we pray right because Hebrews tells us uh, that by faith kingdoms were subdued that promises were obtained that lions mouths were stopped that violence was quenched that the edge of the swords were escaped and and armies of enemies were turned to flight and this is what we're dealing with right now in our in our geopolitical uh, atmosphere in the nation right now so we're believing for kingdoms to be subdued tonight I mean we, we couldn't have met on a better day really and, and it's strategic in what God wants to do but I want us to just move back into prayer right now and and, and allow and and we want to shake any place where we're sleepy right now. Just shake the sleep off. If you feel, come on, the cheeseburger or whatever, don't eat bread anymore. Just don't eat bread. 
I'm living a no bread 2021. I ate pancakes with that guy in the morning yesterday. But I'm telling you guys, so can we just do this? And I'm going to, I don't know how we want to just leave it free or or just leave the mic on up here maybe on the chair or we have a stand. Is it, I don't know that. We don't want to drop the equipment, especially on this floor. It doesn't bounce. So, so I want you to be encouraged tonight. We're gonna we're gonna obtain promises tonight. We're gonna shut the lion's mouth tonight. And really, we're just gonna activate. That one will be live, right? Okay. So come on, just stand with me for a minute. I'll get us going, but I want you to participate. What does that mean? That means we don't go into kumbaya mode. (laughs) No, seriously. It's not a time to soak. Okay? time to be active. The word of God is active. We're going to act like the word of God, active. Cut and divide things tonight. Okay, so God, we thank you. Just begin to pray in the spirit again. Lord, we love you so much. And we thank you, Holy Spirit. We're going to ask of you things to come concerning your sons, concerning the work of your hands tonight. Lord, we we thank you for permission to command you. Thank you for permission tonight to command you, God. And so I just declare and decree over everyone in this place, Lord, Would you let the spirit of intercession come upon us? Holy Spirit, we thank you for the fire of your presence tonight. And Lord, we're believing tonight that you break, that you shut the mouths of lions tonight. Lord, that you annihilate kingdoms of darkness tonight by the power of the prayers of the saints tonight. Lord, I thank you for every tear that's been wept. And Lord, even give us the gift of tears tonight. Lord, would you give us the the gift of boldness tonight? Would you release upon us tonight? Come on, just begin to, I'm telling you, praying in the Holy Ghost for like five minutes will just break stuff open. And yes, I'll pray over you, but pray in the Holy Ghost. I'm, I'm telling you, it's not working things up, I know. Sometimes it's awkward, but I'm telling you, God wants to train us to pray in the Holy Spirit because we're praying without understanding, but we're praying with purpose. And so, Holy Spirit, we thank you. Lord, we will not be divided and conquered. Lord, but we unite, and we ask, Father, tonight 
for revelation, understanding, God, strategic words that hit the mark. Lord, we don't, we keep striking the mark tonight. We keep striking the ground tonight. Lord, we thank you that there's a window open in, in heaven and you give us opportunity to come and you open things up so that we can step in. And so we step into that place right now, God. We thank you for your fire, your presence, your oil tonight, your glory tonight. Lord, we don't keep it for ourselves, God, but we pray for our nation, we pray for our cities, we pray that the atmospheres would change. Lord, we make a declaration tonight that the atmosphere in Washington will change and shift, Father. Lord, that back, backside deals and all these things, all the... the deception, Father, would be broken right now in Jesus' name. Father, you just begin to whittle away and break at it and knock it down. Lord, we, we come against every dark thing that's been moving, against the, the liberty of the sons of the republic. Father, we just thank you, Father, for what you're about to do in this hour, that you're about to have us, we're about to see a swift shift and turn around. Lord, let our eyes be fixed. Let our hearts be encouraged by what you're about to do in this hour. So come on, just be bold powerful prayers, saints.
trust in your plan, God. Your plan. You have the last say. And we're going to stand and we're going to believe to the final end. Until the final end, we're going to believe. We're going to stand firm. Thank you that you've kept us alive for the season, God. Thank you that we're here on this earth for such a time that you thought it was really important to have us here. <laughs> that we could be a voice for you. Thank you that the hope of glory lives inside of us. And all we need to do is let him out. And he, I don't know about you, but my warrior, my God, is the lion of the tribe of Judah. And he roars over this nation because this nation is his. This is his nation. The United States of America is the lion of Judah's nation. Father, we thank you that we can partner with you tonight. I thank you that we can pray heaven's prayers down, heaven touching earth. And Lord, we ask that you rend the heavens tonight and come down, God. Come down, God. Breathe upon us tonight, Father. We want to be aligned with what you are saying. Even now, Lord, as 
The people in Washington have to be in their rooms because of a curfew. I believe that there's many, many, many right now that are in their hotel room, that are interceding, that are on their face, that are on their, their face praying. We connect right now with them. We align ourselves with every person in Washington. Ha ha, the enemy said go home, and they said, oh yeah, we'll go home. It's a perfect place so we can pray and intercede. We can get down on our face and pray at night. I believe that salvation's happening in that city. I believe that there's deliverance happening in that city tonight. I believe that there's a transformation in the very atmosphere of that city of the capital right now. Father, we know you've got something up your sleeve. We believe that, God. Lord, we ask that you penetrate right now the darkness, that you would bring your light right now, that you'd bring your holy conviction right now, and that truth, truth, truth would come forth. And once again, some trust in horses and some trust in chariots from Psalm 20, but we trust in the name of our Lord God. Amen. Amen. Hey, let's stay there for one second. Let's, let's bombard. I just want to go back into what she just prayed of bombardment prayer to go into the camp. I want to pray, just target D.C. right now. So I want you to just lift, let's just lift our, our prayer language. Just begin to pray. I want you to imagine like grenades being thrown into D.C. right now. Things being exposed that are, are hidden right now. They're being exposed right now. Father, we just declare in Jesus' name, invade right now. Light, light invade the darkness. Come on, invade heaven right now with your prayers. Release it. Father, all corruption right now be exposed in Jesus' name. From the top down right now, Lord, light be shined on things that have been hidden in Jesus' name. In Jesus' name, come on. Come on, pray as if your nation depends on it. It does. Father, we lift you up right now. Come on, begin to prophesy. Prophesy over your nation. Prophesy. subject to our timelines. There's no end date in the kingdom. These dates that we have on the earth are causing anxiety in the body of Christ that doesn't belong. We're not subject to a date that he is on the throne. So we're going to pray right now that God would break anxiety off of believers. We need to break it right now. We break agreement with it. So Father, in Jesus' name, we repent for holding you to a timeline that man created. Father, we thank you that you are an eternal God. You're eternal. 
and you are on the throne. No matter what timing it comes, Father, your will will be established, Father. We just, right now, we agree with heaven that your kingdom will be established. In Jesus' name, that is, there's no question. There's no question in that Jesus will take his rightful place. He already has, and he will. Father, we thank you in Jesus' name. We break agreement with the anxiety of man and the timelines of man. And we say, Lord, that we believe in you again. We put our faith in you and you alone in Jesus' name. Okay, so Miles said to command. Haven't done that before, but I'm going to. so 
weighty that'll burst through, Lord, and the light will expose the darkness, and the darkness will not have its way in the name of Jesus, but your truth will prevail, and this nation will turn their hearts back to you, O oh God. We pray, Lord Jesus, that the plot of the enemy would fall, Lord, and that your um, way would be the highest way, Lord, and that uh, the corruption would be revealed and your truth would be more weighty, Lord, and have its way. We command your light, your truth, to have its way in the spirit and the heart and the soul of America. We thank you for that, Lord, in Jesus' name. I have this picture of what you, just realizing what we're doing right now. We're a battering ram. This is a battering ram. And I, I just want to keep, let's not check out quite yet. I just want you guys to just stir it up. Let's get some faith. Let's get some fight. I feel like there's still prophetic prayer in the room. There's people in this room that have words in them right now that need to be declared. So I just want to encourage you, step out. So we're going to keep going back and forth into worship. Come up here and keep praying. Let's be in agreement in Jesus' name. Jesus. 
If I find within the city of Sodom 50 righteous people, then I will spare the entire place for their sake. Abraham answered, Now behold, I who am but dust in origin and ashes have decided to speak to the Lord. If five of the 50 righteous are lacking, will you destroy the entire city for the lack of five? And he said, If I find at least 45 righteous people there, I will not destroy it. Abraham spoke to him yet again and said, Suppose only 40 are found there. And he said, I will not do for the sake of 40 who are righteous. Then Abraham said to him, Oh, may the Lord not be angry, and I will speak. Suppose 30 righteous people are found there. And he said, I will not do it if I find 30 there. And he said, Now behold, I have decided to speak to the Lord again. Suppose only 20 righteous people are found there. And the Lord said, I will not destroy it for the sake of the 20. Then Abraham said, Oh, my Lord, be not angry with me, and I will speak only this once. Suppose 10 righteous people are found there. And he said, I will not destroy it for the sake of the 10. As soon as he finished speaking with Abraham, the Lord departed, and Abraham returned to his old place. Lord, there are 10 righteous people in this room praying for our nation. Your word promises you will not destroy it for the sake of 10. There are more than 10. There are millions of people in this nation, righteous people, praying for our nation, Lord, praying for it to be saved. We trust that your word is true, God. This is your promise. It's not ours. It's yours. And we hold you to your promises, Lord. We have faith and trust completely in you that your will be done, that you will save our nations.
thousand may fall at their side and ten thousand at their right hand, but nothing will come near them, Lord. They won't even dash their foot against a stone. I speak angels of protection over them, and no harm will come near them, and they will bring forward what they need to bring forward. Lord, we ask for forgiveness for our nation for what we've let it become. I thank you that you're the God who restores. You're a good father. You wouldn't bring us here to leave us. I thank you for restoration, for exposure, and for clarity in the year of 2021. In Jesus' name. sitting in representing this country and senators and whosoever all across the board. Lord, we're praying right now that you just release conviction. Lord, that, that as light pierces their hearts right now, God, you would just release conviction right now that they can no longer brush things under the rug or make backroom deals to just go on with with business as usual, Lord, you want, you're calling this country to be restored and, and, and turned around, God. And Holy Spirit, I just declare and decree right now that you just release that right now. Holy Spirit, you can touch men's hearts. Lord, we just declare it right now over people's hearts. Pierce their hearts with the life, with that sword that we saw coming down over the, over the White House, over the Capitol. Lord, as they convene, God, that you just release your goodness, your mercy. God, they may not have known what they were doing in the past, but Lord, I pray that change. Lord, you touch human hearts. Lord, you release grace. Lord, you release courage. Lord, you release boldness. Lord, you release the, the right thing, the righteousness of God over, our, over the people that represent this country. Father, that sit in seats, that, Father, you're going to do it right now. We declare it and decree it. We command it, Father, right now in Jesus' name that you would pierce, Lord, that arrows of righteousness would hit them right now. That, Holy Spirit, you'd meet them tonight in their dreams. God, that you would show up and speak through prophetic utterance, however it takes, God, through dreams and visions. Father, wake them up in Jesus' name. Lord, pull back the veil, uncover the eyes, uncover seared consciences in Jesus' name. Jeff Jansen, who still 
his things are coming true. Um, Jeremiah Johnson. Uh, Kit Christmas recently, I found him. Dutch Sheets, you know, on the 15, give him 15. Uh, a woman that's been doing Project America named Sherry Higdon. Uh, who? Pat Kerr. Um, the different prophetic voices, Lance Wallnow. We praise you for Lance. We praise you, Father, because you tell us that the way that we, we need to listen for two or three witnesses, every one of these that I have mentioned and more that I am not remembering, have all confirmed the messages that you have given them, and they have brought us encouragement and faith in this time since before 2016. I'm not, I think from all the way back to 2011. We praise you and thank you for the prophets that put themselves on the line. We thank you that you have been faithful to the words that you've given them. And we thank you for the agreement in every one of their proclamations with little different pieces of detail in it, but it's all been from your throne. So we praise you and we thank you, Father, that you've been faithful to us to show us with two or three witnesses and even in our own fellowships, the ones that we trust, the prophetic voices in our, in our own lives that have confirmed and added the depth and the width and the height of what it is that you're doing right now. You love our country, you love this world, you are wanting it still be a light on a hill. We thank you that we will continue to be that light for the world, that we will be majorly involved in what you're doing in these last days, not just for revival, because that's about those of us who've already known you and fallen away or whatever, we are asking you for the awakening. And we know that that is your heart. And we know that every prayer and every prophetic word, I don't know if that's scriptural, but we know every prayer is incense before your throne. And in the name of Jesus, I declare the bowls are going to tip. And we are, they're tipping. They're going to tip and wash all of this. And Father, again, I just plead and thank you, Jesus, for your finished work, the power of your name, and the power of your blood. And we stand encouraged by your prophetic voices that you've spoken through to encourage us through this time. Thank you, Lord, in Jesus' name. And I just want to reiterate to thank Pastor Miles and his wife and the pastor of this church for the fact that we come to worship freely. We are free to worship here. We are free in America to come openly and read the Bible. My husband comes from a country where they don't allow that. We are so blessed. So I want to give praise and glory to the pastors who are standing up for the truth, for the pastors that are, are standing in the gap for us. The patriots, the believers, the remnant, we thank you, God. We pray blessing over their lives. We pray provision over their lives. We pray favor over their lives. And in Jesus' name, we pray for an anointing from heaven to pour down on them tonight and to be the overflow into the body of Christ. In Jesus' name. Amen.
Well, just for the record, the pastors of this church are right here, Phil and Caitlin. But I will receive the blessing that was, uh, was received there. Um, no, I just want to do something real quick. You guys know what this is for. So as a house of prayer, we don't take offerings ever. We're so blessed by zeal that we don't have any expenses as a house of prayer here. I wanted to take an offering to bless Kingdom Awakening. And so I, I had Callie, this is all of their stuff. Everything that you decide to give is going to go towards Kingdom Awakening, towards the, the, the musicians and, and the worshipers, and just to bless them. And I really want to just encourage you to sow into Kingdom Awakening. Um, they sowed so much into us tonight. They came all the way here, and they would do it free every single time. That's not what this is about. I just feel like we should sow into what God's doing in our region. So I just want to pray over that. I'm going to pass this around, and we're going to continue. I don't want to end the night, but um, if you feel like you need to go, you can. We're going to pray until we're done, and we're going to pray for Colin's fingers that they last another 20 minutes or so. But uh, let's just pray real quick. And, uh, yeah, checks can be made out to Kingdom Awakening Ministries. You can give with a text or you can give online. That's the direct link to them. So, Father, we just want to thank you for Kingdom Awakening. Thank you so much for what you just did in this room tonight. God, we thank you for that, that it was you. But, Lord, I thank you for people like Miles and Lisa and Kingdom Awakening that steward and carry your heart. God, we thank you for the voice that they are to New England. And we just breathe right now. We bless the prophetic call on their lives to speak to New England, to activate. I just remember a word from Lou Engle that was prophesied over this ministry, Kingdom Awakening, to release prophets to New England. Release the prophets to New England. And I believe that. I believe that's what they're called to do amongst many other things. But I'm believing that the prophetic voice is being caught and there's going to be prophetic voices and prayer that's released into this region, and that is what we just saw tonight. So, Lord, bless Kingdom Awakening in Jesus' name. Amen. So we'll keep worshiping, keep praying, and feel free to have fun. And if you need to go, you can. And just administrative, if you were here every Wednesday, so for the next three weeks, the rest of January, we're having guest speakers just like tonight. We feel like this is really important. And I just want to encourage you, the house of prayer is kind of like the gym. You can go once a week if you want, but you're not going to get many results. But if you don't change your lifestyle at home, nothing's going to matter that what you do here tonight. I believe what tonight, what we did tonight was effective, but I believe this needs to be ongoing lifestyle. Amen? So I want to encourage you to come out. They do a house of prayer there at church Tuesday. Do you just do Tuesdays now? So Tuesdays, that, and we're here Wednesdays. There's a house of prayer in Concord on Monday. There's many ministries that are praying just like this, believing for God to move. So next week, we'll be here, same time. And uh, if you need any information for any cancellations or crazy thing, we have an email list. Let me know if you want to be on that so we can let you know when things happen. But let's just go back into worship and giving, and then we'll end the night. Amen? Amen.
guys. We'll feel free to hang out for a little bit. Don't stay here till 10, though. That'll be kind of long. But we love community. We love what God is doing. I just want to do something real quick just to kind of close the night. Um, I just This is how I saw it done, but I want to pray over Miles and Lisa, if that's okay. Can we just can we bless you guys with prayer? Um, so I want to pray over the seed invested in them and, and just, just pray for them uh, that they, they do so much. So much. we're going to have you guys come here just for a second. You know, why don't we just have all of Kingdom Awakening up here, too? Fernanda, come on out. Is there a lot of you guys here? You know what? Why not? Come on up. Come on up. Phil and Kim, can we have you guys come up with us, too? Or, yeah, whatever. Let's just pray. Let's just agree. We're so thankful for you guys. Huh? You guys can just get in here. Yeah. Well, this is just a, a, a glimpse into what a, a loving community looks like, that they bring this many people to a prayer meeting in, in Manchester. It's, it's just kind of a picture of who they are to this region. So, yeah, let's just pray for them, God, and let's, we don't need to make this long-winded. Everyone just pray, but I'm going to pray on the mic. Huh? As long as we want. Miles said bring it. Yeah. So, Lord, we just want to thank you so much. For Kingdom Awakening, for Miles and Lisa and their family. Lord, you have so many promises. You've spoken to them. And uh, God, we just receive them as prophets. Lord, we receive them as voices in the kingdom of heaven. We receive them as leaders to this region. And Lord, we just thank you that you are not going to let them go dry. Lord, that they'd be refreshed. Father, that they would um, just overflow even more. They would never be able to give more than they receive. Father, I just pray you would bless them abundantly. I pray for finances, Lord. We just thank you as Miles and Lisa take a step of faith to, to take the step into ministry more full-time. Lord, I pray every provision is already met. I thank you it is. But we just, we just agree right now with the release of kingdom finances. Because they are not greedy, Lord. They are so generous. They, they, there's no such thing as too much for them, Lord. I just pray blessing. And, Lord, I pray continual revelation over Miles and Lisa as they, as they incline their ear to you. And I just pray, Lord, open doors in New Hampshire that are kingdom. And we shut every door that's not. We thank you that they have divine appointments for this region. And, uh, Lord, I thank you for even just a deposit and a strengthening of a healing ministry over them. Lord, that they would see signs, wonders, and miracles that would follow them. And I thank you for the belief and the faith that's in their ministry. We just pray right now protection over their church, protection over their unity. And we just come against any quarreling in Jesus' name. I just pray grace over their pastoral leadership. I pray you send more pastoral people. And Lord, I thank you. I just feel like Miles and Lisa, I feel like the Lord's saying, um, you have sown the seeds of righteousness, and the Lord is about to breathe and bring you guys to a new level of corporate maturity. You're entering new levels of corporate maturity. Lord, I thank you for preachers, for evangelists, apostles, prophets, and teachers. And Lord, I thank you for the sending and the releasing, and I thank you for the receiving. In Jesus' name. 